Havila Cunnington, and this is Havila's Podcast. I'm excited that you're tuning in today. You know, this podcast was created by Truth to Table so I could have a place to share my heart, biblical truth, simple lifestyle leadership, as well as just connect with my table community, my table tribe. So I hope that you'll spend a few minutes with me as we jump in to whatever God has put on my heart this week. And don't forget that you're never too far gone from where God wants to take you. You are loved, you are seen, and he wants to desperately know everything about you. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Let's jump into this. We're tackling the topic of procrastination again because I put it off last week. No, I'm just kidding. Because we still have to go after it and there's a little bit more that I want to uncover and unpack with you so we can get rid of the procrastination or at least tackle some of it and get going on our lives. Now, I don't know if I told you this, but I grew up in a home that was like major procrastination. One parent was not a procrastinator. They were kind of on the neurotic side and the other parent procrastinated nonstop. And so I, I like to think I'm right in the middle, except sometimes when I'm reading this stuff, I'm like, oh, I still need a breakthrough in my life about this stuff. So uh, be encouraged. Even if you're still learning, you're not going to mess up. You're going to figure this out and you're going to continue to grow just like me. So uh, the first thing that they really recommend in procrastination is something called a pre-commitment. Now, when I'm reading this, I started to giggle because I, I thought, this is my life. I mean, pre-commitment, if I didn't pre-commit to something, nothing would be done in my entire life. And what that means is if we actually commit to doing something, not going with the flow, so part of the reason we procrastinate is because we don't have anybody or anything waiting for us. I know that sounds funny, but we, maybe we do have something, but it, it can't touch us. But it's different when we start to enlist other people to help us in the activity. In fact, those that have accountability partners are way more prone to get things done. They even talk about you are, I, I believe it's 50% more likely to work out if you have somebody waiting for you at the gym that you're supposed to meet up and work out together. So sometimes the reason we don't do things is because maybe there's somebody waiting for us, but it's way out there and it's not so tangible. So what, what Carolyn recommends from the book, How to Have a Good Day, we're still going through this, she really recommends uh, being able to understand the power of pre-commitment. There was a study that was done at the Oxford University by neuroscience scientist Molly Crockett, and she showed that there's something that's very, very powerful when it comes to procrastination, and that is called a public pro pronouncement. So what that means is, and I'm sure you've done it, have you ever put on Facebook or announced to your girlfriends, I'm going on a diet, or I'm going to post this, or I'm going to go here, and we make a public announcement. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to media fast. Goodbye, Facebook. I'll see you in 10 days, and we will make a public post. Well, you might lose momentum or even excitement about doing what you said you would do or, or proclaimed. But because you told people publicly that you were going to do it, there's a whole lot of motivation behind it. This is something I've done almost, like this is the inner world of Havala. I probably have done this for every single book that I have written, every single Bible study that I've hosted. I will always go public before I even write the book. I know. 
it's scary, but I do. I will get out there and I will say, coming January, we're doing a study. I can't wait to do it with you. Is the book done? No. But just the, the due date and knowing it's coming and knowing that this is what I have to work towards and that all of you are counting on me, man, that is really, really motivating. And so it was very helpful when we put things out there, whether it's to our spouse or our best friend or even publicly on social media. Hey, I'm going off sugar for 30 days or hey, I'm, you might, I might take a break from media. I'll see you in a little bit. It actually adds momentum to it. Or, you know, like we get upset sometimes people post pictures of them working out. We're like, oh, don't show me you working out. I, I don't want to see it. You know, I feel guilty or I don't think it's important. It's more about what that person is doing. They're actually creating public uh, accountability and it's helping motivate them maybe even more than inspire you. So just remember, there's a reason why people are successful and oftentimes why they will uh, announce it publicly is because there's a science behind it. So this is why people sign up for marathons and then they tell their friends. You ever hear the, you ever hear the, the joke that says, how do you know if somebody ran a marathon? And they would say, don't worry, they'll tell you. <laughs> so, okay. So um, really, it's really good to understand that the short-term reward of telling people what you're going to do actually sends those really healthy, happy endorphins that reward you to doing it. So the, the, the public, I guess, um, the public momentum of saying, I'm going to do this and people saying, liking the comment or saying, you can do this or with your girlfriend saying, I'm going to start eating better. I'm going off sugar. And they're like, you can do this. Or whether it's, I'm joining this group and you sign up and you put money towards it, or you get the babysitter and you schedule, guess what? It begins to build it. Even if you go, I don't even feel like doing it. It's okay. Start to line up things around it. And what she's saying is it starts to help. Even for me, everything I do I, I usually put a public accountability on it um, or I don't do it or I just don't, I don't fall through. Okay. The second um, way that, sh that they recommend beating procrastination is to, is she likes to call it the five whys. And this is very fascinating. I'd never thought about this, but I definitely think I've done it. And that is you begin to ask yourself five why questions. Now, when I was reading this section, I was like, okay, tell me the five questions and I'll tell everybody else. Uh, but no, that's not what she's talking about. She's saying you begin to ask yourself, okay, um, I don't want to go to church. Well, why don't you want to go to church? Well, because I am tired and I haven't had a day off. Well, why haven't you had a day off? Well, because I committed, I've been doing sports every weekend and, um, you know, I've been helping so-and-so out all the time. Well, why are you doing sports every weekend? Well, I don't know. It just seems like that's the right thing I should be doing. Well, who told you that it's the right thing you should be doing? And then you begin to make a decision because I want to, or you know what? I don't need to do that. And it's linked all the way back to why you don't want to get up and go to church that day, but it's linked all the way back to the real root of why you don't actually want to do this. So another reason, I don't want to go, I don't want to leave the house today. Well, why don't you want to leave the house? Because it's too much work to get ready. Well, why is it too much work to get ready? Well, because I need to get my hair ready and my face ready in case I see somebody. Well, what happens if they see you? Well, then they'll judge me. Well, who cares how people feel about you? Or why do you care so much about how people feel about you? Well, I never really thought about that. Well, I need to go deeper into my soul and figure out why it's I'm being controlled by what other people will think of me. And so it begins to take you deeper. Now, that doesn't, you know, you can ask the Holy Spirit. I would, that's what I would do. I would say, Holy Spirit, why am I resistant? 
not, I just don't want to do my natural thinking. Like, why am I resistant to this? And oftentimes in my own life, I have found that he will bring me back to a moment where something was broken. Some, a lie I believed, a disconnect I believed, or something happened and I have to go back. So she really recommends that the procrastination is not usually linked to the event that you have to do. It's linked to the feeling of another event that happened that goes, I don't want to feel like a failure. And so I don't even want to start this because I already... It's linked to the fact that I felt like a failure when I was a kid, or it's linked to the fact that I failed at that miserably, or it's linked to the fact that I don't know how to solve this. And so I don't like the feeling of not knowing how to solve this, so I'll just be over here. And so it's really about becoming more emotionally intelligent and asking yourself really healthy questions that allow us to ask, why are we not eating healthy when we know we should? Why are we not getting a good night's sleep when we know we should? Why are we not in our Bible when we know we want to be? Why are we not loving others when we know that that's how we want to be? Then we begin to ask really deep questions. I feel like I'm giving you more of a Bible study, but I hope that this is helpful. So ultimately, the two areas that you really want to think about is to amplify the downside of inaction. So um, how can you sharpen your senses of the cost of not getting it done? So what I mean by that is making a pre-commitment publicly, and then really asking yourself, what happens uh, when I don't do what I, what I set out to do? This is really interesting. This is not part of the book, but I've been thinking about this a lot. When we don't follow through with the commitment we've made to ourselves, and we continue to violate that part of us that says, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, it actually creates less confidence in us. And it really matters. You know, even for me as a person, when I make a decision as Havilah, not as a pastor, leader, parent, teacher, whatever it is, just as Havilah, I'm going to eat healthy. If I don't eat healthy, it's not just I'm going to eat healthy because they want me to or I should do this or it's the right thing. But when I don't do it, every time I don't do it and I set out to do it and I break that commitment to myself, it weakens my confidence, it weakens self-control in me, and it doesn't allow me to build confidence. So when you follow through with what you've committed to do, and even though nobody sees it, guess what? You're building confidence that you are who you say you are, and it actually gives you, well, integrity and character and determination. So I hope that that helps you today. Again, you can do it. Beat procrastination. And um, you can do this. Put this into practice and continue to go forward in your journey. And um, thank you for joining me. I'm always honored when you let me sit at your table for a little bit. Um, have a great week. I'll see you next week. Well, I hope that really blessed your life. I hope that everything God was trying to get to you, you grabbed a hold of. Again, don't forget to give me a shout out on the socials. I'm there almost every day. And if this podcast really spoke to you, would you consider leaving a review so others can find this podcast and as well as some stars? I hope you have a great day and I'll catch you next time.